You're tuning into Majoring in the Minors Podcast. Join Mahi and Louie for the podcast you deserve, but not the one you need right now. It is what it is, but it isn't what you thought it won't be. Computer. Yeah, because like it's a good gym, so I went there and they have like a really nice hack squats, and I was like, all right, so I've done my chest. <laughs> so now it's time <laughs> to do some uh, quads. Yeah, that was good. All right, so let me let me hit you with it. All right, because hit me with it. So, you know how you have primary, secondary, tertiary exercises. Uh, expand a little bit on that. What do you mean by? Okay, I'm using prescript terminology. Well, okay, so if it's prescript, it's primary, uh, like it's your main lift, it's your uh, uh, accessory lift, it's your supplementary lift. Okay, yeah, that's the barbell course, so that's like a little bit more yeah. powerlifter. Yeah, go on. Yeah, but if you wanna, like, you can also just primary, secondary, mm. like, how what, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah, I look at it through the lens of like cognitive associative autonomous, more like the <laughs> skill acquisition <laughs> model. <laughs> well, the barbell course is not the skill acquisition course. Yeah, okay, so like, yeah, I know. <laughs> But I get what you mean. Yeah, I, I, but it's uh, yeah, whatever. Everyone, it's, it's all the just same. Different it's names. Yeah, people just it's call it different same. shit. But, but like, would there ever be a point where if the if the lifter is too weak or too novice, that you give them like a counterbalance squat as the main lift? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm not crazy then. Okay. Yeah, no, because like the goal of the main lift, like again. Uh, like the, the way I look at training is like, you know, uh, adaptive decay, right? The first, the, as soon as possible, get the most important exercise done, out. get the person mm. to do it, get, get out of the way. Now for someone who's just like a beginner, um, the first, the most important exercises will become like, it's not about output. It's, it's more like stability for them. Cause like it's mobility, stability, then we want to go through strength, right? So if they don't have the mobility and stability, the most important outcome out of the session is like a counterbalance score or something that can challenge them in those ranges. And then you can put them in a, so yeah, like that, it, it's outcome-based, right? The first outcome is to teach them how to move well. Then the second sec- secondary outcome, as you said, is like, also we want like they come to us normally because they want to look a certain way so that's when we put them on the externally stabilized machine and just try to teach them how to push output as much as they can but then on that note if 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 like you're like you put counterbalance as whatever the main then what would the accessory to that be like i would put a hack squat or something to drive strength yeah, like a hack squat, like a leg press, like a hamstring curl, like a like a quad extension. Like, you know, these are all machines that like maybe hack squat still would be a little bit later in based off of like what that person's training age is. It might come in a little bit later. Mm. But uh, yeah, leg press, any, any machine-based leg exercises. So an accessory doesn't necessarily have to be the powerlifting accessories. It could be a... Yeah, so why are powerlifters even doing accessories, right? That's like that's why like these models like it's same words, different adaptations because they mm. people want different adaptations, right? If someone's working aesthetics, then their accessory will be something that helps the aesthetic, not that not that it helps the lifter. Whereas like a powerlifter's goal at the end of the day is to get on the stage and lift three things, mm. you know, like just the, those three main lifts. Point. So their accessory becomes specific to what they're doing and what not what they're not doing, and obviously time dependent in their training as well. So that's why, like, I don't like the idea of like I don't use the name accessory because it's been so ingrained with powerlifting in general. Mm. Whereas, like, if we and I know, like, I always say this, but like, it makes sense to me. That's why I look at it through this lens of skill acquisition. Is like everything is a is a skill that you either want to learn or refine. Then. At which stage is it? Is it cognitive? Is it associative? Is it autonomous? And like, how can we juggle between those? Mm. Okay, that's fair. That's no. fair. Okay, yeah. I thought I was crazy, but no. okay. No, no, you're absolutely right. And then like things just go in the back burner. Like, like at the end of the day, the way we like to think does not mean shit if the client wants specific things. Because like I maybe I want them to like 
build a little bit of stability more and maybe in the long run if they get that like if they learn how to organize their joints on top of each other then they could do exercises that drives like even a higher output but if their goal is just really aesthetics and really like they care about how they feel then maybe that takes a back burner a little bit like it still doesn't go out of program right mm. like yeah. maybe, maybe that counterbalance squad just like even moves out of the way and like they get a really heavy like leg press first just to just like smoke them out then maybe i wouldn't like that way but like mm. it depends on what they also like right like because sometimes um their idea of movement is different from ours fair fair and then and then another note so going into the strength curve yes or this lengthened uh, you know mid-range shortened yes <laughs> I this is like everyone who does pre-script like just in this conversation at the beginning like the first six months it's just this uh, deciding the straight curve and resistance profiles well, because it's because obviously when you when you've gone through a gym bro like, session yeah you're, you're trying to target the different heads right yes. so like you go like okay the medial head of the tricep and the long head of the tricep like that's a simple model Yes, simpler. But when simpler. you go into the, like, like, this is the shortened of a bicep. Okay. And then, you know, if you go, like, if you start an extension of the shoulder because, the, you know, the, the function of the bicep head, whatever, then, like, that's lengthened. But then how do you specifically target the head, like, the specific part? Okay. If you break exercises into the lengthened, shortened, mid-range. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> I love this. The way I look at it, all right, like first thing is like we're when we talk about uh, length and short and mid range and things like that, like full um, full range training or whatever, whatever the wording is for it right now. I don't even like, my brain is not uh, can't pick it up. But we're thinking about joints more. Where am I putting joints? Right? Where am I positioning? Where am I taking my body's capabilities to? Because like as I said, the gym bro always exists in this like small cone in front of you. Like if my sternum is just like the line in the middle and that's zero, like maybe 40 degrees above it and 40 degrees below it, like you draw a cone in that direction. And mm. that's most of the exercises that we use for hypertrophy building our body happens in those ranges. Right? Mm. You're presses any presses any pulls any bice like heavy biceps all this like things that we can produce a lot of force happens in that cone so the whole idea of doing a full range training is to take you outside of that cone and like paint the edges and get you to those specific ranges right to make mm -hmm. sure you you have to, like because if you just get stay in that coin if you just that's your active range that's your active range anytime you go outside of that and try to do anything you'll be messed up right uh now with full range uh, like shortened mid-ranges and lengthened of muscles if you understand that it's not necessarily that you have to think of all of that with all muscles right but it's good to because like muscles also we, we don't move in isolation just like the triceps won't just move in triceps right uh, mm. like you're other parts of the body, like your scaps, your serratus, your delts have to like stabilize you for your biceps or triceps to be able to produce force in the ranges that you're trying to go. And that's why we care about those ranges. Those ranges are not necessarily uh, aesthetic based, it's more uh, function. -based, Stability right? and shit. Yeah. So, because, and then you can, yes, you can go into the rabbit hole of like, and there are courses out there that go into a rabbit hole of like sh shortened or lengthened ranges of like the, medial head of the tricep or long head of the tricep and things like that but i think like the smaller the muscle gets right because like compare like your pecs and your lats and your quads and your glutes to like your biceps and triceps and like they're not necessarily as big so understanding where to train them is more important than like should you train them in lengthened or shortened position whereas like reserving the lengthened and shortened positions of the triceps or biceps for function more right mm -hmm. well whereas if i want to just target different heads of the triceps i just pick an exercise that like probably is in mid-range for that head and just train it there mm. right or like biceps just like 
to and also sorry to add another layer into this is just like just move heavy stuff like a lot of like people forget about core contraction right like mm. if i if i paint the edges like forget about different heads of the bicep to the two heads of the bicep or three heads of the triceps if i first create function and healthy shoulders by going overhead and having a low reach like these two like overhead for a shortened bicep a length triceps and then on like low reach for a lengthened bicep and a shortened tricep yeah. if i build capacity there then in the middle i can just go as heavy as possible and like co-contraction wise <coughs> biceps and triceps will grow right mm. like a lot of us would get like too specific with these ideas without even like having a big enough bicep like my biceps are not big enough for me to think about like, oh, do I need to hit like the long head of the biceps or the short head of the biceps? But also like, so understanding it helps because like one crosses the shoulder joint and one doesn't. So like where is important, like then you can make decisions based off of like our shoulder health again, or where is my shoulder in, in or where is my humerus or my arm bone or my shoulder, like these things, where yeah. are they in relation to my body? And make decisions based off of that rather than just thinking about isolating them. Do you see prescript? Because of the way it works, it's like. So the thing is, like the way I explain it to people who've done like the course and try to understand this is just like you can't understand multiplication, right? Without first understanding addition. So like these things are like because they go into higher. Uh, concepts mm. and like idea and then at the end of the day it's just concepts right it's just things we talk about it's not necessarily like it could change or it could, we're not 100 sure about it. it's of just course. like this is what we think so like but to go to the like and understand higher concepts or be able to think in in a different way first you need to understand the basics and first you need to know all right what is a lengthened bicep what is a shortened bicep like what are these ranges like uh, what does this bicep do like flexes the elbow flexes the shoulder supinates the wrist like okay where does that put you in position like what does that look like so these things like they talk about it like it has to be discussed right mm -hmm. but it's not the be all end all like yeah, of it, course this is just good to know because then when it comes to like just knowing this then picking between two exercises when you're writing a program either for yourself or even you're training yourself then you can be like oh shit i do train no matter what like I'm trying to do different heads of the bicep or anything. Oh, I am training still in that cone of strength. Maybe mm. I should throw something in that gets me out of this position and get, gives me a little bit more like active ranges somewhere else. Like, oh, my elbows are kind of being like, like Janky. finicky or funny. Why mm. is that? And then I'm like, oh, okay. So all of my biceps, all my tricep work is just in this range. But I already do presses and pulls in. So I'm pretty much strong there. And I'm just over, like, like, I'm building on, like, overworking them, overworking the tissues in those ranges. Whereas, like, I have nothing low reach. I have nothing overhead. Mm, high reach. So, and then, like, the safest way. And then people want to go overhead and still do, like, heavy. We're like, all right, you don't have the capacity for it. So let's mm. get you overhead with a single arm overhead tricep extension. Let's get you overhead with a half kneeling uh, bicep cable curl for a shortened position so like build the build build those that's how the i would capacity. look at these right and just like thinking all right now how does the long head of the tricep work in a lengthened or shortened position because then like you've taken an, a muscle group and now i've cut it into another like one third mm. even though that less like triceps are not literally one like divided by three but even though there are three heads yeah they don't have the same but let's say you you want to now take a like a tricep which is a smaller muscle and then you want one third of that to go through lengthen and shorten you're like no nah, like that's too much same thing with rhomboids right we, we talk about rhomboids mm. like we don't talk about lengthen or shorten rhomboids anymore because it's just such a small muscle group. just but understanding how to train it that's important mm -hmm. or like its function what does it uh, uh help with or what does it like mm. assist uh, with or whatever the word is what I'm looking for what kind of support it provides whatever yeah yeah fair I mean that makes sense but like that rabbit hole and then level two is like uh, yeah and then level two is just another rabbit hole of like it's cool to understand and you can apply 
to one percent of the population it just makes it decision making like it doesn't even make it better it just makes it faster because like you know what I've, one thing i've realized is like working with so many different coaches and like listening to them and talking with them we all get the same result now someone like kyle might get to that result faster right mm. that doesn't make like it good for him but like someone can get there as well through some different exercise or some different reasonings and some like just experience like because eric always talks about this like uh the most important thing is just knowing it but at the end of the day just like i am more and more of this mindset of just go train like understanding these things like because i did i i studied it first and like i was tr- so lost in the like the rabbit hole but i was like now i'm totally different i'm just like yeah just go f- push just like drive like a lot of times we haven't even re- reached a problem and we're trying to solve it like just mm. train hard enough once the problem occurs then deal with it yeah exactly like you're not going to go to gen pop and be like oh your rib cage is like wide yeah so, but like, like you, you don't tell them you can like you can think of like, it you and can then do play it, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but sorry like you're not gonna Oh, yeah, go ahead. One thing I want to say is like what I'm saying like sounded really broy and like I just realized like I'm not saying go and injure yourself and deal with the injury no, like no, no we're still trying to prevent that but like we want to be smart about training but like also paralysis by analysis when you think too much then like mm. you just you don't even do something exactly and that has become like at least a rabbit hole that I fell into it's like oh I'm so and then you become precious and humans are not fragile like like sometimes you really need to push sometimes in tish, damaged tissue heals after three months that, the pain after that is in your head like just like let's let's find out why, how we can move you that you don't feel that pain anymore no no of course like like even you're not gonna go to like a novice who can't even bench press like 10 kg and be like other oh, rib cages uh it's too God, big yeah so, like like that's 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 like overdoing it like just just lift the lift the bar get to 100 kg and then like yeah. if you're like rolling off the bench then maybe yeah you gotta work on your like obliques and shit or just but don't no, it's just fun it's just fun <laughs> to like oh yeah i i hate the bench personally yeah. but you gotta do it yeah do you know oh. Well, no, you don't gotta do it, but it's like, do you, do you want a low a bench? Yeah, I, I'm okay with a low bench and just like higher dumbbell press. But again, it's goal. Yeah. It's goal. So it's like, why are you like? It, no, it's I mean, all I, goal I prefer dependent. the dumbbell press. Like, yeah. If, if, if I have to pick between the two, I like dumbbell pressing more because. It... Yeah. But like bench, the bench, it's bench, like... it's it's a. Ego thing, and I was like, okay, uh, we're not gonna go into this rabbit hole. But like, I personally, in my opinion, bench. If you're a powerlifter, bench. If you if you're not a powerlifter, honestly, there's 110 better ways for you to grow your chest. Yeah, no, <laughs> bench for chest is is pointless. Yeah, like like even powerlifter chests are. Like, yeah, and same things like, with, but it's preference, right? Like I dislike yeah. bench. I do deadlift. Deadlift is not necessarily exactly great. deadlift is not. Only like, rack pulls are good. No, RDLs. RD, uh, rack pulls is not good for the back. Right. RDLs no. don't do shit for the back, bro. They just hit your lats. <sighs> I mean, they do hit your upper back to an extent, but it's like... Well, okay, how, uh, this is... The, we're not going to go into this fight over podcast. Why would the <laughs> rack... Like, okay, what what's the difference... What's the difference in uh, mechanics of a rack pull and a deadlift? The RDL, well, well, one and is RDL, that the rack pull, rack pull is a shortened, uh, like the range is a bit smaller. Yeah, like, okay, <laughs> what if I do RDLs just until my knee? Then what have I done? Well, it's also the loading mechanism because you have the, like, you start, like, on the pin or on the, the rack. Yeah, so rack pull is... Loading is different. Yeah, it's purely concentric. Which yeah. one works, like, out of... Obviously- Okay, now RDL- if you're thinking muscles, which one works better for a muscle? Mechanical tension or metabolic stress? Like mechanical, like putting muscles through eccentrics or just concentric? They both have a place. Uh-huh. Eccentric load is obviously a better loading. Like if you can get an eccentric, like on a bicep, if you can like, oh, yeah. let's say get a heavy yeah. weight and like just drop it down. That's better uh-huh. than just the concentric portion. Okay. 
obviously. So what makes then between RDL but, and Rackpool? Why does but that Rackpool matter? Rackpool, at least in my <clears throat> scientific experimentation, uh-huh. yes. right? So, so yes, theory, yeah, RDL, and I love RDL. Okay, I I love it. I used to hate it. I love it. I love the dumbbell version because it's the progress and whatever. Yeah, and then eventually the barbell, but the rock pull just has this like because it's only like concentric. It's like it's mm. like it just it, like it, the, it's the, uh. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> it's like you can load it higher. So while yeah, you're not getting the the eccentric, your concentric okay. is just high enough that you've overloaded. The okay. Top part of your back. Then why would you not like if that's the outcome that you're looking for, right? Why mm. not overload on a high handle trap bar? Because it can put you in the same position. It can be concentric because the plates will always touch the ground. And if anything, it puts you in a better position because your arms are in a neutral position. So like mm. it lats and back can work even better. Even though like I would argue, like I would argue that all of them are more of an upper back exercise. Um, no erectors stabilize, yeah, right? Yeah, no erectors are training during a rack pull or that like that ideology is yeah. out of there. But yeah, just just yeah. joking, just joking. So yeah, I would argue like then why not a trap bar deadlift, like a high handle trap bar deadlift where you can load it up. Okay, look, I don't do rack pulls anymore. I'm just uh-huh. saying I remember that yeah. in the time that I did rack pulls, I yes. got more jacked in that period. Yes. Then when I remove my rack pull. And I did it over okay. years where I I I saw that the rack pull jacks me up. Yes. It jacks my traps up. Yes. It jacks. So if you want the power, like the like the look. Yeah. But I again like going back to that, I would also argue that. When you used to do that, God knows what the hell you were doing outside of that, right? So, like, the training choices or exercises added to your rack pulls, right? We well, my rack like, pull was my main deadlift, which was a big travesty. Yeah. But, like, I'm, you know, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, that's what you've associated to your back growing. But, like, if we look at what other back exercises you probably were doing now, and look at the back exercises that you can do now or you can put in your program now, probably you could create yeah. a better outcome and get that thickness that you've associated with rack pull through something else without the rack pull. Because no, of, of course, I'm not saying, I mean, I also did clean and press, I mean, clean, like heavy cleans. Okay, I would say that has more to do with what you were doing. Like rack pulls weren't actually adding to you, though, though I, would, I would say it's the clean. But what the rack pull did do, I. And I, I give it in defense to the rack pull, is the overload feeling. Because you overload and then you do like a normal deadlift, it uh-huh. feels lighter. Because you've neurologically like like if you if you rack pull 200 kg, mm-hmm. then like whatever you're deadlifting, it feels a bit lighter. Yeah. Like you feel amped up. Okay, because the rack pull or 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 just train enough to just deadlift the two hundred kilos. What's this? This is a conversation for another time because, like, even overloads, the concept of overloads for me, I'm I'm not a big fan of them. Like, if you really psychologically need yourself to, like, oh, I need to lift two hundred kilos half their length. So I can, when I go back to my 160, I can feel better or 180, I can feel better. Like there is something missing there for me. Like just, just pick your 160 and feel good about yourself without like needing to feel like the idea of, I need to feel 200 in my hands. It's like, yeah, but you didn't pick it off the ground. That's like me going to a, someone who's won an Oscar and be like, can I hold your Oscar? I want to know how it feels to be an Oscar winning actress or a- actress, <laughs> actor, <laughs> actor. <laughs> Uh, slip, but yeah look look, i don't do rack pulls anymore anymore i get i get why Uh they feel so visceral i get why it's it's 
you know what it, it's like it psychologically feels good right but I, like I, I, the return on investment on that for me is too short because like there's like it's the bastard child of hinging movements like rdls mm. would help so many more things in a dumbbell or barbell rdls would just like do so much more than the rack pull would right because like it's not just about back it's about like legs as well and it's overall core. yeah core like your, your of match. so many like things them. yeah it's just like like i instead of for me again like instead of just picking like 200 up for a rack pull and feeling good about it i'd rather do those 160 rdls instead right it's like the return i see a bigger return on investment on that exercise but we can move on from this <laughs> wow it's like a touchy topic talk, for you talk, talk about being an actress instead <laughs> you'd be a great actress i right, thank you i think so too uh, especially when i had like long hair yeah why did you remove it uh so the hair is just like time for change give it to charity as well Gave it, sorry, not give it. It was just like, you know, do it for good cause. Like, <laughs> make wigs and stuff out of it? I don't know. It's like, there was a charity, the Little Princess charity, or like, oh, we want to, like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I just get got involved. That's, that's noble of you. I don't know. Thank you. But uh, it wasn't my idea. <laughs> it's <laughs> a funny thing about like a, like a, big change in your looks right it's just like just like anything else like what we just talked about like you know even the rack pulls like this polarization that have like you and i discuss this all the time i think we always come back to it like i love the fact that it just like divided people into two groups of like yes we like your new hair no we like the old hair right Mm. like also i just love how people like to tell you their opinion because like some people I, i greatly appreciated it they were like oh it looks great like new haircut looks great that's it right but when people go it's like i prefer this <laughs> to how you looked before i was like i don't care like i don't like just tell me it looks good because compliment it if you want to be a nice person okay but like i didn't do it for you i didn't have my long hair to spite you or anything it was just me so when they go i prefer it or even the, the funniest thing was like one person like in the gym literally goes like why did you cut your hair i was like oh it's just like you know the reasons i gave you is like yeah i preferred it when it was long i was like yeah well now he's like no nah, he was just annoyed he was like upset he was just like so his ideology was like because i had my hair long or like my beard long i wasn't following the norm so he liked that fact it was like oh you're just doing your own thing but now that you've cut your hair like fuck you you've you've like joined the masses like no bro it's summer it's hot like you have no idea how hot it gets when i train legs like i was overheating and they told me like you could do it for a good cause as well so i did it for that like but it, it just this like i prefer you or like it was better like you know when people have to just give you their opinion and then just like ob- not objectify you but put you through that lens of what they prefer right and like mm. okay you did it good for you yeah, I mean that's that's why we have Twitter now, right? Like, right. Um, everyone has to like give their budget opinion about like Dave Chappelle or like a show, and it's like if you don't like Dave, just don't watch Dave. Oh my God, thank you. If you don't like something, just don't watch it. If you don't like something, get rid of it, right? Like I really I don't understand the comment. Like I, I get trolls. Like okay, you want to just be a troll and you, you troll someone cool but like the people actually like not saying trolling is cool but like i I can get if you just want to poke holes but like poke at people but they're like you go and you watch like like anything like you you're a playstation fan you go to an xbox page you get triggered and you're like but xbox has you know the xbox pass it's like no one cares like just don't like this is content for playstation yeah just you are or dave chappelle like dave chappelle you know dave chappelle like you know what the humor is going to be yeah. if you can't handle it just don't watch it what? yeah that's like it's like there is this it's on reels on instagram i see it all the time it's like there is a moment with lady gaga she's like in las vegas and she's being very like explicit ish right and then suddenly she pauses she's like what part of Lady Gaga in 
Uh, she's like, if you brought your kids, uh, that's your mistake. What part of Lady Gaga in Las Vegas did it, you think would be okay for a child to come and watch? It's like, it makes it like, if you know the mess, if you know it's Lady Gaga, it's Las Vegas, don't do it. If it's, you know, Dave, Ch- Dave Chappelle, you know, the, like, just, you don't like it, don't watch it. Like, it's exactly. It's like back in the day when GTA was, uh, was always on the news. It's like, oh, kids. Uh, it's like, well, the game's 18 plus. Why are you? Why is, why is my kids playing? yeah like why should i not enjoy a game because your kid yeah like, i want to like i want to i want to play a game where i also like kids will be fine i played all of all sort of 18 plus yeah, games when i was like I did. 12 I exactly i came out fine Ish. yeah <laughs> yeah but like but like the the, the people who come and like i want to ban this movie because it's so violent and my kid watched it. it's like well your kid shouldn't have watched it yeah like it wasn't made for your kid if your kid happened to watch it cool but like there's this and thing called parental lock you know what if your kill happened to what kill if your kid happened to watch it and you weren't responsible for it shame on you because like at least my parents knew what the hell i was doing like my mom was just like oh like she would watch the games like oh this is really gory i did but then it was like He's also having fun. Maybe she should, I don't know. Maybe she, at the time, also, like, we were, like, less sensitive. Maybe she should have told me not to play it. But also, at the same time, the poor woman didn't even know what I was doing. So, that's fine. But, like, yeah. if your kid's getting to watch it, yeah, you said parental control. Like, it, then just lock it. Just don't. Yeah, exactly. But don't go and, like, petition, I don't know what. Oh, I don't want this game on the market. It's like, guys, like, this is this is why everyone's sensitive like this is when people think life is about them like i don't want it in the like i don't want it on the market like the market's not about you exactly it's about about everyone else it's it's about supply and demand like if i want the game or if i want dave Chappelle, or whoever like just just leave it just just unsubscribe from netflix like it's yeah. cool like no one's gonna miss you maybe yeah. netflix now because they're not doing that well but like back then no yeah. one cares no one cares it's funny like also people forget this idea of like you can block things right like there was a mm. I, I was talking about like something like I, there was a reel on instagram i saw and then i didn't like the guy so i just blocked it i was like my client was like, oh, he really annoys me when he pops up on TikTok or Reel or anything else. I was like, well, have you tried blocking him? Like, if he annoys you, why is well, you have the, the, like, the tools to prevent him from showing up in the material that you digest? So why do you still like, allow this to happen? Like, I don't like a cons- like any, if any, if I don't like any content on social media, I don't go like, oh, I really dislike this. And then scroll. No, like, oh, I never want to see that again. Block. Yeah, exactly. I like mean, this kid screaming in my ear. I, that's not nice. Block. Gone. You're like, fine. Like, you know, perfect. Now I don't need to see it again. Like, we have this control. Like, we don't do it. But, uh, like, the, the, this voyeurism has gone to a point that, like, we don't block the things that we don't like. But also, we still get annoyed at them popping up. But then also they go and they actively try to ban it. Or, yeah, or they go to the opposite end of it. Like, just remove it from your life. Don't remove it from everybody exactly. else's life. Like, if you don't like Prescript, let's say, don't need to bash on Prescript. Yeah. Just block them. Just come and talk to us in person and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I've become such a cultist. <laughs> it's like, uh, I, or I, like, it's a community, yeah, it's a crew, it's a cult. Such a cult. Like, I don't know how I got into <laughs> this. Uh, embrace it, brother. Embrace it. But I really do think that in there, like, they need to do a... I know you're going to gut me on this one, but, like, the way they explain Let things... That. Let me get a knife like, out. Like, the anatomy bit. Yes. I think they could do a better job. Because sometimes I have to watch them and then I have to go on YouTube and watch YouTube. Uh-huh. Because to like that's a good fully story. get like mutation and counter mutation. Yes. They just put like a picture. Yeah. And then I watched it and it made sense in like two, one minute. Yes. 
because but also would you have understood the youtube video without have actually gone to this like gone through probably the material? not there you go so it's but, I mean, it complements each other like with any uh, sorry with any source of education as well like you just shouldn't take everything for granted like again it's not a system it's a system's way of thinking so then go yeah. outside of that and figure out how you can understand it like i, I totally agree with you like I, I was talking to one of my colleagues um, and he was trying to, he was like, Can, what book should I buy for anatomy? And I was like, you know what? Actually, it would be more, it would be more beneficial for you to just go and download an app on like your mm. iPad and then get like a 3D model. Cause like look at human body through a 3D version. Cause on book, you'll always have this 2D dimension of it. And that's when like people do exercises because they still think of humans in 2D and like they see the muscles and like, but they don't understand that there's a rib cage and like the person's mm. just like morphed into like a 3D per thing. So I get where you're coming from. And it's it's just like, just like any other education, right? Like the, or any other course or any other thing, certain things will mesh with you, certain things won't. And you're doing the conscientious thing that like the things that you don't understand, you go and try to understand through different means. But no well, course yeah. is perfect in itself, right? No, no, of course. But I think if they just add that, because they give good value. Like like when Bax talks, it's cool, because it's stuff yeah. you would never have thought of. Like, why the fuck would I care about mutation and counter mutation? Like, normally? Like, when am I going to look at a client and be like, well, their sacrum is like... But, know, like, yeah. Yeah, but know. again, that's, you know, that without, that's the... Uh, learning the addition before learning how to multiply right yeah. like yeah, the, those things and that's why it seems boring or like like not boring but like yeah sometimes it can be boring but like hard to grasp or understand but also it's like it's education online education platform there's like uh f- for people all over the world at different timelines like there will be barriers and there'll be issues like and it just gets refined over time no, no, of course, of course. It's a newer thing. Like, I know yeah. Prescript P- 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 Level 2 is only, like, well, like, last year. Yeah, you guys got the good. <laughs> like, we got the first version of it. That was just, like, chaotic. That was, like, my favorite yeah. was when Jordan was, like, one of his lectures, he just, like, was on the road, so he had to stop in a McDonald's, and he had to, like, <laughs> teach us, and we literally could, like, we were expecting him to get stabbed halfway through because there was this, like, homeless guy just moving around, and he was, like, oh, fuck. Well, it was nice knowing you, Jordan. I was like, you're, you're gone. That's fun. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you obviously improve the, the, like, <laughs> yeah. the way you, yeah, the, exactly. the quality or the way you do it. Now he's in Dubai or he's like all over the world. So yeah. every day, so. Ends up in another ditch. With a exactly. But, but like Barbo was clean because um, it's like they pre-recorded. The material, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's cool. And I, I didn't get the book yet, but that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's yeah. been like five just, months, but I just want the like the like one of the lectures to start. Like the video is like the camera's shaky, and then like you just see Jordan's like wrestling with this guy. It just like has this <laughs> big dude in like an arm lock. It's like so guys, uh so guys, hey, right. we're gonna talk about it, like just lifts the guy around. It's like, so this is the uh, I don't know, the <laughs> counter mutated. <laughs> Well, that'd be cool. I, I wanted to get like the skeleton set, but like, let's get it. Well, again, you have a phone, you have an iPad or something, just get an anatomy app, makes your life easier. I do, right? I like, have ca- carrying a skeleton around. Like, well, so, yeah. well, no, I have the app, but like, yeah. I like to touch, like, I like to like move it. I bet you it like it. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> Not like you know the scapula i like to do the like the scapula thing yeah why because yours doesn't do it <laughs> hey one hey it's not my fault you know that yeah. like the it's rack poles have it. like locked my <laughs> the shoulder blades are like i can't like... even like can't even do this no i'm joking <laughs> i can't, I can't do well a bit just a little bit yeah i mean it's it's better than before yeah absolutely which which, actually no it's pretty fine but but hey i can i can be on one leg so that's cool whoa i can even hip airplane to an extent if Uh, i wanted to but uh, i I don't want to yeah like i don't want to 
Never yeah, again. Okay, hip airplanes, best of. But like now with my new uh, barefoot shoes, I'm kind of in a washout again. Yeah, very like, like squat kind of like. Barefoot just gets a little bit of like getting used to. Yeah. And funny thing is like if you're eventually not like with squats even sometimes sorry I just went through this like memory lane in my head like I like catching myself being an idiot I just love it like I, I realized like mm. there was times like that I would fall into one category like I'm, I'm you know what I'm quite proud of myself because I feel like even if I follow the system for for a while and was really locked into that system at least I've come out of it. I understand again that idea of systems way of thinking rather than being mm. married to one system. So like I was crazy barefoot, everything. Just now, yeah, like like barefoot, barefoot, not even wearing shoes. Like I have mm. to squat and deadlift everything barefoot, like the full um squat use. Like, yeah, my feet have to just like make love to the ground and blah blah blah. <laughs> but <laughs> now I'm just like, hey, you know what? Whatever like works for you works. Like if it's comfortable, just do it. Like and just understand the mechanics of like how you're meant to squat. And then if the shoe you're wearing is affecting those mechanics, then change. Or if the shoes you're not wearing could help with the mechanics of them, then wear them. Like mm. before, I was so against lifters, and then I was like very into lifters. And now I'm just like, ah, eh, if it works, it works. Whatever. If it doesn't, it does. Like it depends on person. Like some people, if I see the squats, I'm like, I'll be like, yeah, you need lifters, like your center. Of, but again, on the, like it's that higher understanding of like, it's not the feet, it's the center, where is their center of mass and how can they organize that center of mass? And then that shift forward is a consequence of like, you know, they, they're them having their center of mass moving forward. So can we deal with that? And then like maybe the fix, if the technique of a squad looks amazing, then maybe the fix is just for the person to put on some lifters and then like they'll hmm. be fine. But like, sorry, I just went to this like, down like inside my own head thinking of all of that be like fuck no, but it's true it's, as you said it's it's we're married like you know we we've all been married to a system or at least we've followed systems and it's good to like see the other side yeah just come out and like, like understanding each system for system system under the system uh, understanding each system for why it's working and like like not getting married to the system be like all right so this is the underlying mechanic mechanism or mechanism of um mechanism what is going on mechanism of it work i don't yeah i have no idea what's happening today um this is why it works okay so i'm gonna understand that and keep that in my back pocket and whenever i need it i'm gonna use it. but outside of that like I'm not going to do everything else they said, right? Like just, yeah, of course. just because a person says like t five things right doesn't mean the other two is right too, right? If that made sense. Yeah, I got you. I got you. It's yeah. like Somalov. Cool. The, the squat system. Have you ever done uh, it? I thought you're talking about like the spice we put on top of the cabal. <laughs> like I was like, that's Somok, man. That's different. <laughs> what, what are you talking about, brother? Some love. Yeah. Some have you ever love. tried that squat system? No, I can't say you I should. Have. It's I, fun. I, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> it's, well, probably it's, I've seen some variation of it somewhere that I just didn't associate it to the name. Yeah, it's like where you squat three times a week. Oh yes. Ah, uh, well, yeah. For like I think twelve weeks or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it gets I, like harder, and then it kind of. Yeah. It, I did like a very, I did like a version of that. Like I think one of like when I first started in the gym, one of our managers had this like, uh, like squat three times a week. Like one of them is high reps or something like that, or they're all high reps. Either it's high reps or like high. Yeah, one low. day is like high rep, one day is mid, and then yeah. one day is like heavy. Yeah, James I took do. me through that. Like oh, it was the time that I was just like squatting three times a week, and I was just like in constant agony. Exactly. That that's yeah. the point of this program. It's he he forgot to tell me the, the the supplements that I needed to take for that specific system to work. <laughs> exactly. You, you forgot to mention that. Stuff. Yeah, he, he forgot. Yeah. I was like, yeah. they they always forget to mention that these lifts are not for naturals. <laughs> yeah, they forget. It's like there's a specific chicken that they eat. It's like the chicken's <laughs> closer to its ancestor raptor than it is to the chickens we eat right it's now. It's like. It's like GVT, you know, like 
Oh yeah. All the ones who gained muscle when they did the trial, they were they they had a different supplement. They were special humans. Exactly. Smile upon people, by the gods. For us, you know, ten by ten is not really going to yeah, like. Exactly. I mean, it will it will build muscle in the beginning. It's just it not the best way. Yeah. Like your yeah. joints and your like adaptation, right? Yeah. Like you will build. Yeah, yeah, uh, and you'll build also like issues and like both the joint <laughs> issues. It damage the integrity of your spine. It's fine. It's all. Yeah, it's normal. Who needs a spine when you have big quads? Exactly. Oh, Mahi, what's your program like now? Like four times a week, five times a week? Uh, five times a week. Two. Uh, so it's uh, upper lower. So legs upper lower. No, what am I talking? Sorry. Uh, legs push pull. Hmm. And then a legs and pull together and another push day. Oh. And you do back work right. twice a week. Yeah. So back work. So both like back work and like chest and shoulder works twice a week and legs twice a week. So like with that way you get five days of all of it. And the volume's okay. Like you're dude, we're cruising. Like Baxter and I have this thing. No, you, nobody needs a deload. Like if you're just going, you're going like, just keep going, bro. Keep but going, do, you follow bro. The, do you follow the, like the one rep, half rep? No. So I would, again, that's, that's more of a, power lifter uh, i just lost lewis for whoever's listening to this but what he's talking about um it's more of a like a what he got from the prescript barbell where like they uh so like they they set these specific rep ranges to different movements i am getting him back i don't know i'm gonna explain it again so yeah you got cut off so but like i, I was because you jumped off, I was just explaining that, like, what you're talking about is the prescript, uh, like, barbell course. What barbell, like, yeah. you get from barbell is power. That's a more of a power lifter thing. That like, the main lifts or variations of the main main lifts are counted as one rep. Anything outside of that, like accessory one, is a half rep. And then your supplemental mm. is just like zero. It, it's anything you just do as much supplemental as you want. Uh no, I don't follow that because again, I feel like following that gives you your supplementals are like a junk volume kind of thing like if it, it's not nothing zero your body doesn't deal with everything as a zero like it's still adaptation right like either get that exercise into a point that like you can get the specific adaptation out of it right and if there is no like you don't just do like especially with supplementals normally powerlifters is throwing by like arm bicep work like arm work but then again they do it in those ranges that we talked about. They do it in this cone of strength, where it's like they never go overhead or lower yeah, reach. It's hey, it's always mid-range. And, so, and then they're like, why, my el- why do my elbows hurt all the time? And then they just put a, like a sleeve around their knees and elbows and just like keep pressing. So I don't think anything's zero. Like it, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, I understand. What about calf raises? Yeah, well, calf raises... Do they zero? Have you done, especially if you don't do enough calf raises, have you do a good set of calf raises and then the next day you're messed up and you're walking like you shit your pants? Yeah, but it's not really like the the pain is more just like the tightness, not the. It's a little bit of like novelty. You haven't done it before, but like again, there's a why are you doing calf raises? Like gastrox, um, right? Stability of lower body, knee. It, and it can help, like, to a certain extent, pull your center of mass back as well. Um, knee health, like your anterior tib and like gastroc, and even solely yeah. to a certain extent. Um, yeah, so these are like none of them are zero. So I don't follow like the 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 one the barbell the barbell mindset because that's that way they can still because they associate like you know they they follow that minimum. Um, Wait. Minimum effective volume and maximum recoverable volume. So NEV and MRV, right? Because mm. uh, they want your rep ranges to fall somewhere in between that. And they're like, they, they're, there yeah. is these specific rules that are like, oh, this is for beginners, this is for intermediate, exactly. and this is for advanced. Whereas for us, like, because the goal is not necessarily strength, it's just like 
putting size getting stronger in a sense, but mm. like that, that would be strength. Uh, do we go with like the other side of the curve? It's just like maximum recovery volume. So we're just going to keep the volume going on and on and on. And there is like, if you can progress, you keep progressing. There is no need to stop. And deloads or like deloads are non-existent in my opinion. Like deloads doesn't happen. It's only like if you hit a plateau, then we need to make a certain change for you to be able to create another pathway of progression for yourself through mm-hmm. training. The washout period. Yeah. So yeah, I don't follow like that. Those numbers. We don't follow specifically those numbers. Um, they can be they can be helpful for like if the goal is more specific and sport like you know weightlifting or powerlifting but also i think that's not because of the number itself working it's just because it gives the lifter a construct like a, a, a like a more of a, a pathway of progression that's more visible to them because they can associate mm-hmm. it or quantify it Mm-hmm. right they can actually be like okay these are the numbers i have to stick with like it, it just gives their their training a little bit more order mm. in their opinion in in their eyes um yeah but i don't follow that fair, that's fair how I explain. yeah that's how i would explain all right i think we're done with our Perfect. ted talk today. yeah thank you for listening for our ted talk we're going to release this finally we've recorded a couple of episodes didn't release them this one actually is going to come out uh to a podcast small minority of audience exactly or maybe big maybe you're small in number but huge of heart who knows (laughs) please let us know if you like mahan's new hairstyle yes please let us know what you think how you prefer me uh (laughs) short or long hair but with that thank you for listening to engineering your minors we are kind of back i hope See you later.